Hi friends, so today we are going to deal with development of education under the company rule. So we know British has British has made a strong point in evolving the education of Indian society and we must know about it because recently we have released our new education policy 2020. So let's see about this development of education under the company rule. first okay so in the first 60 years of its dominance in india the east india company a trading and profit making concern took no interest in promotion of education so but there were some minor exceptions like the calcutta madrasa which was established by hastings warren hastings in 1781 for the study of muslim law and related subjects and in 1970 1791 there was a sanskrit college which was established by jonathan duncan for the study of hindu law and philosophy Then we had this Fort William College which was set up by Wellesley in 1800 for training of civil servants of the company in language and customs of Indians which was closed in 1802 and was started with Halebury College. So the Calcutta Madras and Sanskrit College were designated to provide regular supply of qualified Indians to the knowledge of classical languages and vernaculars was useful in correspondence with Indian states. Enlightened Indians and missionaries started exerting pressure on the government to promote modern secular western education as they thought that western education was a remedy for social, economic and political ills of the country. Missionaries thought that modern education would destroy the faith of Indians in their own religions and they would take to success Christianity. Serampore missionaries were in particular very enthusiastic about spread of education. It was a humble beginning for education by the Charter Act of 1813. It was incorporated the principle of encouraging the learned Indians and promoting knowledge of the modern sciences in the country. The act directed the company to sanction 1 lakh rupees actually for the purposes. However, even this petty amount was not made available till 1823 because of the controversy raised on the question of the direction that expenditure this expenditure should take. Meanwhile, the efforts of enlightened Indians such as Raja Ram Mohan Roy for food and grant was sanctioned for the Calcutta College set up in 1817 by educated Bengalis imparting English education in western humanities and sciences. The government also set up three Sanskrit colleges at Calcutta, Delhi and Agra. Now there was an orientalist and anglicistic controversies because whether they should teach western sciences or literature or they should teach question of medium instruction like it should be english language or indian languages or vernaculars for this purpose so unfortunately there was a great deal of confusions over the english and vernacular languages as medium of instructions as object of study so first one was lord macaulay's minute 1835 very important This was the famous Lord Macaulay Minute. It settled the row in favor of anglicists. So, the limited government resources were to be devoted for the teaching for Western sciences and literature, and through the medium of English language alone. Lord Macaulay had held the view that the Indian education learning was inferior to European learning, which was true as far as the physical and social sciences in the contemporary stage were concerned. The government soon made English as the medium of instruction in school and colleges, and opened a few English. uh elementary schools thus neglecting a mass education and the british plan to educate a small section of upper and middle class thus creating a class in indian in black color but english in taste and opinion and morals and intellect so who would act as interpreters between the government and the masses so they and there was also a theory known as downward filtration theory so they told like if we teach that class this much amount of knowledge they will 
filter that thing to the lawn masses so that was not come into action but actually this was put forward by downward filtration theory was put forward by macaulay minutes in 19 1835 now we have the famous person named james thomson he was a lieutenant governor of north northwest provinces in 1843-53 he developed a comprehensive scheme for village education through the medium of vernacular languages uh, so this purpose was to train personnel for the newly set up revenue and public works department next we have this wood dispatch woods dispatch 1854 1854 charles wood prepared a dispatch on educational system for india considering the magna carta of english education in india this document was the first comprehensive plan for the spread of education in india so first thing it asked for the government to india to assume the responsibility of education for the masses so it repudiated the downward filtration theory at least on paper it systemized the hierarchy from the vernacular primary schools and villages bottom followed by anglo vernacular high schools and affiliated college at the district level and affiliating universities in the presidency towns of calcutta bombay and madras it recommended the english as a medium of instruction for higher studies and vernaculars at school level it laid stress on female vocational education and on teachers training it laid down that education imparted in government institution should be secular it recommended the system of grants and aids to encourage private enterprises and there were some developments in 1857 universities at calcutta mumbai and madras were set up and later department of education was set up in all provinces the bethune school founded by jed bethune at calcutta in 1849 was the first fruit of a powerful movement for education for women which across arose in 1840s and 1850s bethune was the president of council of education mostly due to bethune's effort girls school was set up on the sound footing and brought under government's grants and aid and inspection system an agriculture institute as puza bihar and engineering institute at roorkee was started the ideals and methods of wood dispatch dominated the field for five decades with so rapid westernization of Indian education system and with the educational institution run by the European headmasters and principals, missionary enterprises played their own part. Gradually, private Indian effort appeared in the field. So now let's see what happened to the education evolution of education after the crown took over. Hundred Education Commission, eighteen eighty two to eighteen eighty three. The earlier schemes had neglected the primary and secondary education. When education was shifted to provinces in eighteen seventy. primary and secondary education further suffered because the provinces already had the limited resources at their disposal in 1882 the government appointed a commission under the chairmanship of ww100 to review the process of education in the country since the dispatch of 1854 so the hunter commission mostly confirmed its recommendation to primary and secondary education the commission said that state special care is required for the primary education and primary education should be imparted through vernacular language and recommended the transfer of control of primary education to newly set up district and municipal boards recommended that secondary high school education should have two divisions literary and vocational due attention to inadequate facility for female education especially outside the presidency towns and made recommendation for its spread the next two decades saw rapid growth and expansion of secondary and collegiate education with the participation of indians and also more teaching come examining universities were set up like Punjab University 1882 and Allahabad University 1887 Indian Universities Act 1904 
So in the dawn of 20th century saw a political unrest and the official view was that under private management the quality of education has deteriorated and educational institutions act as factories producing political revolutionaries. Nationalists accepted the decline in quality but accused the government for not doing anything to eradicate illiteracy. In 1902, Rayleigh Commission was set up to go into conditions and prospects of universities in India and to suggest measures for improvement in their constitution and working. The commission precluded from reporting on the primary or secondary education. Based on its recommendation, Indian Universities Act was passed in 1904. As per the act, universities were given more attention to study and research. Number of fellows of a university and their period in office were reduced and most fellows were be nominated by the government. Government ha- was to have powers to veto university senate regulations and could amend this regulation or pass regulations on its own. Conditions were to be made stricter for affiliation of private colleges and 5 lakh rupees were to be sanctioned per annum for 5 years for improvement of higher education and universities. Curzon justified greater control over universities in the name of quality and efficiency but actually sought to restrict the education and to discipline the educated towards a loyalty to the government. Nationalists saw it as an attempt to strengthen the imperialism and to sabotage nationalist feeling. Gokhale called it as a retrograde measure. Now we have this uh, government resolution on education policy 1930 in 1906 progressive state of baroda introduced a compulsory primary education throughout its territories national readers urged the government to do so for british india gokhale made a powerful advocacy for it in legislative assembly in in its 1913 resolution on education policy The government refused to take up the responsibility of compulsory education but accepted the policy of removal of illiteracy and urged the provincial government to take early steps to provide free elementary education to the poorer and more backward sections. So private efforts were to be encouraged for this and quality of education was to be improved. A university it was decided to be established in each province and teaching activities in universities were to be encouraged. Now we have this Sadler University Commission 1978-19. The commission was set up to study and report on problems of Calcutta University, but its recommendations were applicable to more or less to another universities also. It reviewed the entire field from school education to university education. It held the view that for improvement of university education, improvement of secondary education was a necessary precondition. It observed that school course should cover 12 years. students should end a university after an intermediary stage and for the three year degree course in university so this was done to prepare students for university stage relieve university of a large number of below university standard students and to provide a collegiate education to those not planning to go through university stage a separate board of secondary and intermediate education should be set up there should be less rigidity in framing university regulations a university should function a centralized unitary residential teaching autonomous body rather than a scattered affiliated colleges female education applied scientific knowledge scientific and technological education teachers training including those of the professional and vocational colleges should be extended in the period from 1916 to 1921 seven new universities such as mysore patna banaras aligarh dhaka lucknow and osmania came up in 1920 